22 yeah boy recording this one on a thursday today changing it up changing it up big time i'm i was sitting here and i was like i was doing stuff i was actually writing out plans for this week's episode um and then i was like yeah you know what i'm just gonna record it like i've written everything out i'm in a good mood why not just fucking smash this shit out so that's what i'm doing i'm sitting down and recording it for you guys and for me um yeah this week has been interesting i'm trying to think what when did i last record i last recorded on friday so that means i had a big weekend of training after that and it was fun i mean i i did it (laughs) it was yeah i had a big ride on i had 100ks on this saturday which was all right like if if i had to do a run afterwards it would have been a pain in the ass but it well, it was a pain in the ass because I was sick of sitting on the, the bike seat. But, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like, I went out there. I just tried to enjoy it. Took my TT bike out for a spin. And that was, yeah, nice. I just hit. I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't do a big loop or anything. I just kind of rode, did a couple of laps of the same road because um, I didn't want to go and plan some big journey. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to stay in the same place and just monotonously right up and down so that's what i did and then sunday i had to do some hills and then a run off the bike so that's what i did um the run was only 8k's it was so good like i got picked up by caitlin and she was like how do you feel and i was like fantastic um because it was only 8k's so that just shows that i'm like you know i'm used to it now or half used to it i have this weekend i got i think 13 k's off the bike so that'll be that'll be good fun um but it's not not too long it's only about two and a half hour ride and then 14 k's so can't complain can't complain and i've got to run on sunday which means no more double uh, no double bike no double ride weekend this weekend which i am fucking grateful for because this week so i rode sun saturday sunday Monday, Tuesday, didn't ride yesterday. I have an, a trainer set today and have a ride tomorrow and then a ride on Saturday. So that's like what? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's like seven out of the last eight days or seven out of eight days that I've had to jump on the bike for more than an hour. Uh, the shortest one will be tonight. I've only got an hour, an hour on the trainer. And whenever I see an hour on the trainer, it's always like, oh, no, can you give me like an hour 20? Because I know the, the sessions that are an hour are the fucking worst. They, without fail, suck. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to it so much. I was going to do it this morning, but I did strength last night for the first time in a while. And my legs are pretty sore, which... I prob- that probably I sh- probably should have done it this morning because my legs are going to get worse as the day progresses. But I woke up and I was like, nah, I'm going to run. T- I'm going to run. I'll do the t- trainer later on. So hopefully me being up and about all day kind of breaks my legs in a bit. And then I jump on the trainer and it's not too bad. Not as bad as I think it's going to be. Only time will tell, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, but so sick of riding. I think I was... Uh, Tuesday's trainer set was both Monday and Tuesday sucked I think because I was fatigued from the weekend and I just couldn't hit my targets like I did for the most part but it got to points it got to points in both of those sessions where I was like I can't do this anymore and in particular on Tuesday I had to end up I ended up binning the last 10 minutes of the session I was just like I gotta just free ride my legs are just done I I couldn't hold any pace and that was like that sucked because it felt like I'd failed but you know, when you can't do something, you can't fucking do it. I I'd had a crack and I was like, I just don't have it in me. And not to mention my saddle sores were really bad and just sitting on the bike seat was just a fucking disaster. So, you know, you you win some, you lose some and I, I lost. So I just, you know, regrouped and, you know, try and hit today's one so I don't uh, repeat history. And hope, hope that I don't have the exact same sets next week because that'll kill me if I got them three weeks in a row. 
fucking kill me big time um but yeah going back to the strength work yesterday it was nice like i almost didn't do anything because i'm pretty exhausted this week just like on all fronts and i was like i could use a bit of a break from like doing strength work from doing anything really and i sat with that for a bit and i was like nah i'm gonna feel way better if i go in there and hit some hit some shift some weight around and um you know get a good pump going it was good weather it was nice and warm so i was like fuck it just go in there and start and if you really don't want to then you can stop and then you know not do anything and i went in there and did a couple of sets and i was like yeah no we're finishing this shit it was good i did i tried to squeeze everything into one session which i don't advise uh, <laughs> because you just i got to the end i couldn't even string a sentence together but i'm so grateful i did i feel fucking tight today which is what you do it for um so yeah keen i'm spewing that i'm going to lose my strength gains that i built up over the past few months because it look, it's looking like I'm only going to be able to fit in one strength session a week until I do Geelong, which is in Feb. So, um, yeah, I'll be kissing some gains goodbye, but, you know, it's all part of the game. I want to have a good race. I want to try and tick some boxes. And then once I get through Geelong, I don't really know what I'm going to do next. I feel like I might take a bit of a break from actually doing race races and having to train all the time and stuff like that. I might just, you know take a step back maybe just train once a day for a bit and do the kind of stuff i want to do but we shall see i don't really want to lose my coach that's the thing because i know there's people probably waiting to get on her um get on her list i don't want to lose her but we'll see i'll weigh that up after i finish the race and knowing me i'll probably finish the race and i'll be like fuck yeah let's do another one um but we'll wait and see and we'll make that decision when it happens Oh, what else happened this week, mate? Oh, so last week I mentioned, right, subconsciously knowing when you're going to die. Um, and turns out, right, sorry, I'm going to pull this up just so I don't make a mistake. Where is it? Here we go. I'm trying to use my laptop and be... I'm trying to remember what... The, there it is. I've done it. All right. So last week I mentioned on the podcast that, you know, like I mentioned the concept of being able to subconsciously feel when you're about to die. And then I found a video on Instagram where a nurse is explaining that it's actually common for patients in the last month of like older patients in the last month leading up to when they're going to die. They actually start seeing like dead pets, dead relatives, dead family members. And they like they see them in passing as they, you know, as they're in the hospital. And the nurse, nurse, like they ask the nurses if they've seen, you know, their old deceased dog just walking around the halls. And the nurses, like, no. And they don't seem scared by it. They kind of seem comforted by the fact, like, oh, cool, like, I'll be seeing you soon, like all this kind of stuff, which is wild. I never thought that that shit was real, but like maybe that's what you do maybe when you start maybe when it's close to your time to go you start seeing you know people that have passed on or things that have passed on before you and you you start to see them and you're like oh my god i'm gonna see them when i go on so you're like super zen you're like it's okay it's gonna be fine and then whether that's a reality or whether it's like a subconscious thing it's still kind of cool it's still kind of cool still a cool concept like i was talking shit um last week but (laughs) it's kind of been proven fact facts well not proven but it's a common thing so there you go you learn something new um i have also decided so i've set myself some goals this not this week but i'm setting myself some goals that i want to stay accountable for um this coming you know whatever from now on and i've decided that because oh, I was I was reading something, I was reading something, and like they set out like the minimum effective dose for certain things, and I was also listening to the, the Joe Rogan podcast with the social media the social media guys. I'm partway through it. They're Tristan Harris and some other dude, Daniel something. His name's really difficult to pronounce. I'm partway listening through that, and I was like, I could really tone down on my social media because I felt, especially the last couple of days. 
the last few weeks, I've been trapped. Like I feel myself getting trapped in it. And I'm like, I need to pull myself out of this. So I've decided to set myself some goals to stay accountable. Um, and these goals are going to be, I want to do at least 60 minutes in the sauna per week, but which is easy enough. Like I can do that fine because I swim three times a week and I usually do a 20, 25 minute sauna after each swim. So I'll get that no problem. I want to try and do more than 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes of cold exposure per week, which I haven't been doing. I said I was going to do it and then I just, I did like three or four ice baths and then I've stopped. So I need to get back into doing that. Just 10 to 15 minutes, which is not that hard. Maybe if I do five minutes a couple of days a week, you know, no big deal. Um, I'll try and do at least two days on the weekend. That way I'll get 10 minutes there and then I'll pick a day during the week to do one. Um, so I need to do that. Then I want to try and get 60 minutes of yoga per week or 60 minutes of yoga slash stretching per week. Now, I think I can squeeze that into my sauna. So I usually do 10 minutes. The first 10 minutes of the sauna, I usually spend stretching before it gets hot. First 10 to 15 minutes, I usually spend stretching before it gets too hot. Um, so I think I can get that you know, maybe I'll do one extra 20-minute yoga sesh on top and I'll be able to clock that in because if I get 15, 15, 15, that's 45, then I do another 15, that'll get me my 60 for the week. So I think I can do that. I think that's very doable. Or alternatively, I just stretch after every training session and make it up that way. But I want to do, yeah, 60 minutes of yoga slash stretching per week um, just to try and help. All these are just to try and help my recovery and my, you know, adaptation to my training, especially now that the volume is being bumped up. Um, I want to try and improve that. And then the last one is I have adjusted my social media screen time to 40 minutes a day, which seems like doesn't seem, well, it seems like a lot. It was initially at four hours and I don't think I ever reached it. And I was like, if I'm doing four hours of social media a day, that's fucking way too much. So I was like, no, nah, 40 minutes. I think that's a fair and reasonable um, amount of time to have. And that's just Facebook, Instagram. I don't use Twitter. I think it's just mainly those ones and TikTok. I don't really use TikTok either. So um, mainly just Facebook and Instagram, 40 minutes. I shouldn't reach that. But if I do, it's going to prompt me and I'm going to stop. Um, I'm really going to try and be conscious to just use Instagram to see what my friends are doing and post stuff for the podcast and for myself that's what i want to use it for um, and not for you know getting caught brainlessly scrolling shit i would like everyone to brainlessly scroll through my podcast videos but i don't want to be brainlessly scrolling through other shit um so there's some new goals that i have set out and that i would like to achieve um what else is there i so I saw something, I witnessed something very funny um, during the week, right? So we have two dogs at home, Hudson and Axel. Hudson's about five, Axel's almost a year old, if not just under. Um, And what happened was I saw, they were both running around in the paddock chasing rabbits as they do. And Hudson like stopped up. He was he needed to do a shit so he started taking a shit and he was looking at me he was making direct eye contact with me while while taking a shit and then i see axel come out of like the bushes hauling ass chasing a rabbit and hudson like sees him turns around stops mid shit I, i i kid you not stops mid shit turns around and starts fucking sprinting after this rabbit as well wild can you imagine wanting to catch something so bad that you stop mid shit for like you're you're in the toilet you know taking care of business and then all of a sudden your i don't know your partner's like babe 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 there's a bird outside and it's got red wings and you're like you stop mid shit you get up and you fucking sprint outside to look at this bird that's like that's fucking crazy i just thought it was hilarious you know watching him he was like you know all he was right in the position getting ready to do it and then all of a sudden no gotta stop gotta chase this fucking thing crazy but hilarious um yeah what was i going to say before that there was ah so that's right i was talking to someone while while i was in the sauna right i was speaking to this speaking to a, a guy 
I think the dude, I think I swam with him. I can't remember. Every day just merges in a run one. But I was talking to him and it was the, we were talking about the concept of like implants. And like, that's right. It started, I mentioned, I was like, you know, they, you know, use cadaver tendons in your, like to repair your ACL. So they'll take some dead guy's Achilles tendon and use it to repair your ACL. Um, and it got to the concept of like, you know, would your body reject it? And then it was like, it's, it, you know, got me thinking. And I was like, it's such a wild concept that your body literally attacks you know, if they replace, if you replace a kidney with a kidney, but from someone else, your body's like, what the fuck is this? Kill it now. Your body on a cellular level attacks things that aren't you. And I was like, I wonder if that translates to us. Because we are literally attacking others on a cellular level within our body. Anything that's not, you know, from us, our body's like, fuck this, let's kill it. I wonder if that translates to us on the outside world where we are, you know, does it does it make us more aggressive towards others because our bodies if you were to put like if you were to grab your best mate's fucking i don't know heart that's probably a bit extreme your best mate's kidney and you were to use that your body would be like no 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 let's kill it i just think that's a crazy concept that literally on a cellular level we are attacking other people because they're not us. Wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> I need a. <coughs> I need a cough button, like they say in the. Uh, in uh, what's his name, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, I was I was actually looking up to see how complicated it is to do like a multicam. How they do it? You know how they like have multiple cameras and they switch between the cameras when everyone's talking. And I was like, I wonder if they do that during the show or in production it's so complicated holy shit (sighs) like i don't have much of a background in this kind of stuff this is the first thing i've done um and i was looking at it and it's you got to have like a fucking board that you switch through you can switch through four different inputs on live or live and or you edit it in post and like line it all up and do all that kind of stuff and i was like no it's just too much too much too much for my mind to comprehend at the moment anyway so i think i'm gonna put that in the too hard basket for now i don't need multiple cameras for me but it was if i was recording with someone else maybe i would do it then Uh, but i think stick it with the gopro maybe just widen the lens a bit and then just zoom in on people's face when they talk might be the way to go um, but yeah, I was, I looked at it. I couldn't believe how complicated it is. You need like a fucking mix, mix board and then you need other shit. You need all these fucking cords and cables and stuff. No, no, thank you. I'll stick to my microphone, laptop, GoPro. Shout outs to GoPro. Um, yeah, I got, um, so I got asked by a friend today, actually, I was going to say recently, but it's, t- it was today. It was this morning. And they asked me what my top three emotions were this morning. And it kind of like stumped the shit out of me. I was like, what the fuck? I had to Google what the emotions are. Because I was like, I got feelings. I got different feelings. But are the feelings emotions? And to be honest, I didn't Google that. So I wonder if are feelings emotions? Are feelings emotions? While emotions are associated with body reactions that are activated through neurotransmitters and hormones released by the brain, feelings are the conscious experience of emotional reactions. Okay, so feelings aren't emotions. Feelings occur because of emotions. Right. So I googled what the emotions were and I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling today. I need to read some shit out. And I determined I was like, I'm happy, but I'm also sad and I'm scared. And let me explain why I think I feel all of them. I'm happy because I'm grateful. Like I just finished my run. I was like, I'm grateful that I can still exercise. Um, I can still get out there and do things. It's a beautiful day. I've got awesome people in my life. You know, I got to hang out with my dogs this morning, talk shit with them, you know. Um, And then I was like, why am I sad? And the sad is because, you know, a lot of things are going on. None of you will know this because I haven't told you unless you're in my you know, circle, but there's a lot of shit going on at the moment that, you know, sucks, um, sucks for me, sucks for, you know, people in my family, 
Um, and you know, it, it makes me sad. It makes me feel upset about it. And it's kind of, it sucks. Like I'll think about it and I'll be like, oh, like bummed out. Um, and it's, it's taken its toll, you know, like, yeah, I'm happy, but at the same time I'm fucking sad, which is a weird mix, but it's possible because that's how I feel. And then I'm also scared because I'm like, well, you know, a lot of doors have opened up for me at the moment. I don't really know which one to walk through. And it's like, it's daunting. And at the moment, because of everything that's going on, my head isn't clear. So I don't really know where I sit and what to do. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to process things and where to move. So it's like, it's, it's daunting. It's scary. So I love that question. So thank you. Um, because it was kind of cool to think that like I've been, I'm seeing a psychologist at the moment and she's getting me to, you know, um, a cool concept we touched on during our session this week was, it was like, I felt a certain way when something happened and she's like, why did you feel that way? Or what did, what was your reaction? And my reaction was that I shouldn't feel this way. And she's like, why shouldn't you feel this way? And I, I couldn't give her a good answer. And she's like, you should, you have every right to feel that way. You should feel that way. And you should just ask yourself why you feel that way. Because if you don't ask yourself why you feel a certain way, then you can't kind of re- resolve that. You, you kind of just stop yourself from feeling it and you push it down and it, you know, builds up. She used a really good analogy of um, why people actually overreact and why people blow up on people that aren't necessarily causing them trouble. And she used the analogy of buckets. She's like, inside you, you have a lot of buckets, you know, heaps of buckets. And every time something happens to you that might piss you off, like a little bit of water goes into the bucket of anger, a little bit more water goes in there. Like, and slowly, slowly, if you don't actually feel that anger, you don't allow yourself to feel it and like understand why you feel it. The bucket's just getting fuller and fuller and fuller to the point where like, you know, a fucking magpie might take a shit on you and then you get that, you know, that triggers that angry response and it like goes into the bucket, but then it causes the bucket to tip over because it's over full. And then all that anger comes out over something minuscule. And she was like, that's a road rage is a prime example of that because these people haven't, you know, dealt with their buckets or haven't understood why they feel that response. So their buckets keep getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And then when you like accidentally cut them off or you, you know, look at them funny, they just flip shit and um, crack the shits at you while they're driving, which is insane. Um, Anyway, cool concept. Next topic. What's that one? No. I was listening. So this is something, this is wild. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, right? And he, I can't remember who it was with, but he was talking about, I spelled C's, C's fire wrong. Um, he was talking about in World War One, right? Russian and German soldiers had to call a ceasefire in order to kill wolves because the wolves were picking off any injured or like soldiers that were alone. How crazy is that? So they were literally, they had to stop their fucking fight. This is, so let me just, let me backtrack here. How crazy is that, that they, these two, you know, countries are at war, killing each other. And then they're like, wait, 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 we've got to stop. Let's stop killing each other, kill these wolves because they're killing us and then go back to killing each other. That's pretty fucking stupid. Um, Why not just, you know, not kill each other and go about it? in a sensible, sensible way. I know that's, you know, naive um, because, you know, people love fighting, people love war, but why not just stop and, you know, instead of stopping to kill each other, stopping killing each other to kill things that were killing you so you can go back to killing each other, why don't you just fucking stop and be like, this is ridiculous. None of us are actually, you know, none of the soldiers are actually, I don't have beef with the other guy. He doesn't have beef with me. It's the country, the leaders that are sitting back at home that have the beef. Yet we're out here fucking killing each other to, you know, keep them happy. It's ridiculous. Whereas thought that was hilarious. I was like, these fucking people fighting in the trenches were getting killed by wolves and on both sides. So they were like, can we stop killing each other and let's take these fucking wolves out because they're taking us out. Crazy. But it also proves that nature is savage and nature will always win, in whether it's one way or another. 
because nature is the best. Um, I thought it was fucking crazy. I'm just reading through my notes here to see if I've picked everything up before I get on to the main segment of this episode. Um, all right, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, okay, so the next part I want to roll into, I'm trying to have, like I said last week, I think I'm trying to bring more structure to these episodes. The next segment or section is, I'm calling it cool quotes because I read these quotes or saw these quotes and I was like, that's a cool quote. I'm going to read that on my podcast and maybe riff about it a bit. Um, Before I do this, actually, (laughs) I did hear another funny story or watched a funny video. So I was watching a YouTube, I saw a YouTube video, right? And it was of this girl that was running around like a horse or running around like a dog. She was running on all fours. And apparently, like, I listened to it and it was like saying, this is the way we're supposed to run. This is the way humans were built to run. And it just looks absolutely ridiculous. Um, Yeah, it looks so funny because her ass is sitting really high and her hands are really low. It just looks ridiculous. It looks like she's, you know those things they use to draw circles? She looks like one of them. Anyway, not the point. The point was, I was listening, I think I watched a video through a, a podcast referencing it and I was like I have to see this and like it spurred a thought process and I was like can you imagine if you like because it was a girl imagine if you were dating this girl you met her through like a dating app you met her through like tinder or something and you rocked up at her house like you know you were still at the age where she was still living at home and you met her parents at the door and you're like hey I'm here to pick up you know so and so and then you hear coming down the stairs you hear like and you're like, damn, sorry if that was too late. You hear like, damn, that's a, you've got a big dog, don't you? What kind of, what kind of dog's that, a Doberman or something? And then next minute, she just rocks up at the door on all fours and you'd be like, um, <clears throat> what, come again? What's this? What, what's, what's happening now? And then she, you know, she's like, come on, let's go. And she starts wagging her tail and runs out the door with you, you know, runs to the car, jumps in the back seat, and you're like, oh, what (laughs) it would be wild or even better imagine if you were meeting up for dinner at a restaurant and you got there and she was already there she was already seated and you were like oh cool you know go home and sit down you have an awesome meal and she is into absolutely everything you're into like she loves you know for me like loves triathlon loves all that stuff huge fan huge fan vegan and then you know, at the end of the meal, you're like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, fix up the bill. You fix up the bill, you get ready to go. And then she's like, okay, let's, you know, let's go. You want to, you want to go for a walk around, around the park? And you're like, yeah, fuck it. And she gets all, she gets really excited about, excited by it. And you're kind of like, she loves to walk. That's awesome. Gets up and is on all fours in the restaurant and just runs out the fucking door. You would sit there and you would kind of just be looking around for someone else to like, you'd be like, is anyone else? Can someone explain what's happening here? I don't really understand. Wild. Because surely, like, I get the video. Like, I understand the YouTube video. Like, anyone can run around on all fours for a video for, like, you know, I think it was, like, five minutes or something. No, it was less. It was, like, 90 seconds. And it was just a little segment. Anyone can do that. But do you actually do it? Does she, I wonder if she does it all the time. I wonder if she does it all day, like, in the house, running around on all fours, jumps up on the couch on all fours, you know, jumps up on the bed, does everything. Like, how does she go to the toilet? Does she do that on all fours? That's weird. Um, yeah, I just wonder if she does everyday tasks. Like, if do her parents go to the shops with her and she runs around the shops on all fours? Bonkers. Like, she would literally need gloves or her hands would be really calloused, really calloused up because she's running around on all fours all day. Although, I wonder if... She could go and if she really does it all day, then she could go and break some bear crawl records and stuff like that because how many other people are going to be doing it 24-7? None other than her. Crazy, crazy concept. But just like, just goes to show like if, if, you know, if you think of something, someone else out there is probably already doing it because there are so many people with so many crazy thoughts um, out there these days. But, oh, yeah, so if you watch the video, just... Google horse girl or girl running around like a horse or girl running around on all fours and you see the video. It is fucking hilarious. She jumps, she fucking clears 
a table, like a picnic table, like nothing, and lands smooth as hell on all fours. It's fucking crazy. Like, she's got some ability. Um, but, yeah, strange, you know, strange nonetheless. Anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about before. I have a new segment, or not a new segment, a segment I decided to do today called Cool Quotes. Cool Quotes. Because I saw them and I was like, they're cool, I'm going to read them out. So, first one is, I don't know who said these quotes, mind you, because, um, like, I just, you know, I didn't do my research, so come at me. Worry about your character, not your reputation. Your character is who you are. Your reputation is who people think you are. And I think this is super relevant for me at the moment. Um, As long as, like, I'm big on this. I have been for a, a while, but it's relevant at the moment. I know who I am and I I stay strong to my character. I do things that I think are right and I do things that I feel are right. And as long as I do that, I'm happy. Like, I couldn't give a fuck if you saw me do something and you thought, you you know, inside you were like, oh, that was wrong, you're a piece of shit. It's like, good on you um, for thinking that. I am not a piece of shit. I, you know, I do what I do because I think it's right. And I stick by that. And, you know, it gets me in trouble sometimes, and sometimes it works in my favor. But, you know what, I'm proud of my character. I'm proud of who I am. I'm not going to let someone, especially a stranger, change, try and change that because that's because they think I'm someone else or think I'm something else. Um, you know, someone close to me, if I listen to them because I actually value their opinions. But if it was a complete stranger that decided to comment on my, you know, my character or something like that, I would be like, well, you don't really know me, so your opinion doesn't really matter. Um, And then there are those who just have ridiculously stupid opinions that don't make any sense. And you're like, well, you don't know me well enough to comment, so take your opinion and shove it. Um, Yeah, I just, I think it's so important that you worry about your character and how you feel. It's how you feel as a person. It's not about how the other people see you. And how they feel about you, because, like again, I'll go back to what like something my psychologist said. She's like, nine times out of ten, the reason you feel something about someone else is because you feel that about yourself. So if you feel anger towards someone for something they're doing, it's because there's something wrong with you, or there's something you feel is wrong with you. So worry about your character kind of solves that because if you're worrying about how you feel in yourself. You're not going to be worrying about how other people see you or how other people perceive you. It's like, no, I feel good, I'm good, great, move on. It's not, I feel good, but they think I'm bad, maybe I'm bad. No, 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 no. you're good because you feel good. Um, obviously, there's limitations to this. Like, if you're fucking killing people and you're like, I'm good, it's like, well, you're not though, because that's wrong. Um, but, you know, within reason, I think this is a very, very valuable quote to have in your arsenal. Um, next one, dark times teach a lot. That's why you can't regret what you went through, but rather be grateful for all the lessons it taught you. Another super relevant quote, um, because dark times do teach you a lot. They teach you, I guess, they teach you how far you can go, teach you how far you can push. They teach you your limitations. Um, and like during the dark time, you're like, this is horrible. I don't, this is never going to end. I don't know how I'm going to pull through. I don't know what I'm going to do about this. I just don't think I can do this anymore. You know, super negative thoughts, um, which is fair enough because dark times aren't fun. But, oh, excuse me. On the other side of the dark times, you you feel better. You feel, you're like, oh, okay, I learned a lot through that. And now I get to ride the positive you know, I've come through the darkness and now I'm up in the light and I get to ride through that and enjoy it. So like, I think I touched on it a few weeks ago. Darkness is necessary for there to be light. If there was no darkness, then light wouldn't really be light. It would just be the normal. Um, So dark times do teach you a lot about yourself, about other people. You do learn a lot about other people in dark times because, you know, especially your friends. If you're going through some shit and you have friends and they aren't there because it's too much for them, then, like, are they really your best friends? Depends on, I guess it depends on their circumstance too. But if they're not really there for you and you you want them to be there for you and you've asked them to be there for you, are they really your friends or are they just there? 
um, I think your true friends and your true people who care about you will be there for you and they will be sticking up and sticking around. So I think darkness teaches you a lot about yourself, but it also teaches you a lot about other people too. Um, oh, this isn't a quote. I know I'll do. Yeah. So the next quote is, I saw it on Instagram last night, the benefits of Instagram. Um, and it was from Passengers with Chris Pratt and the lady from, I wanted to say Avengers, but it wasn't Avengers. The lady from, you know, when they run around and they kill each other, the Hunger Games. Um, so I'm just going to read it out. Excuse me, reading aloud doesn't work well with me, but you know what? Deal with it. So another cool quote, you're not where you want to be. You feel like you're supposed to be somewhere else. Well, say you could snap your fingers and be wherever you wanted to be. Chances are you'd still feel this way. Not in the right place. Point is, you can't get so hung up on where you'd rather be that you forget how to make the most of where you are. Take a break from worrying about what you can't control. Live a little. And I think this is fucking huge. Um, So many people kind of chase the feeling that, okay, I'll go to here, I'll change. I'll do change this and I'll feel better. I'll change that and I'll feel better. You know, I'll go, I'll move move jobs, move houses, you know, move relationships, whatever, and I will feel better. That doesn't happen because you're not addressing the problem. It's you, the problem's within you. And if you move to this place, you're going to go there. So the problem's going to follow you because you are the problem essentially. So I think you've got to deal with, if you're, you know, if you're not, if you're finding that you're never happy in different places and you keep thinking, you keep trying to chase this chasing greener pastures like the grass is always greener on the other side and you keep going there you're probably not going to find that greener grass because you're bringing the poison with you you're the negativity that's going to kill it so you've got to deal with the shit within you in order to make the greener pasture like if you deal with your your shit odds are the, the grass will be greener where you're at because you will have dealt with it you will have watered that shit fertilized it you know given a bit back to it and I think that's huge. Like, just be mindful of that within your own life. Like, if you find you're constantly trying to change things to chase a feeling of happiness, you're like, no, I'll get that and then I'll be happy. I'll get this and then I'll be happy. Just be mindful of that. It's, you know, maybe you've got something that you need to fix within you. You've got something you need to face and deal with within you. You've got some demons because, um, yeah, change, constantly changing your scenario or constantly changing where you're at or you know, focusing on getting to the next point to be happy. Why can't you be happy now? Like, that's the question you should ask yourself. Why aren't I happy now? What's wrong? Um, I thought that was a super powerful quote. I've seen that movie heaps because I love it, but I never really picked up on that quote. So, cool beans. Um, It's another one for the arsenal. All right. I did have a question that I was going to ask, and it was, I should have asked it earlier, but I'm going to ask it now. It's a big question, super important. Take your time with this one. Um, no messing around. What if you could have super hearing powers, but you felt the full force of the pain? So if you were like Deadpool, your arms and limbs could grow back. You could grow back from a single cell, but you felt the full force of the pain. So if you chopped your arm off, you felt every single nerve ending just fucking severing. You felt your bone breaking. You felt everything, but it would heal within like, say, say you broke your arm, it would heal within like, you know, 30 minutes or something. Would you, would you accept it? Do you reckon you would eventually get used to the full, like the full force of the pain? Do you reckon you would get used to it and you would numb to it? Or do you reckon it would be the same every single time? Like you get your arm chopped off and it feels the same every time. Except you don't have the adrenaline anymore because you're kind of used to it. You're like, fuck. And it just feels like someone's chopping your arm off. You know, would you take it? Would you, would you accept that? You know, would you take that, that power? of being able to, you know, heal up, but you felt everything. I probably would. I reckon that'd be cool because I guess with pain comes growth, growth. So at least you would still get growth, but then you you probably wouldn't die. Like you would still heal back up. So if you were, you know, if I was riding down a hill really fast and a kangaroo jumped out in front of me, you know, get wiped out, fucking skittle on the ground, break all my bones. I would like lie there for, you know, 20 minutes, probably out cold, but then I would start to come back and be healed up enough to ride home i don't know i reckon it'd be pretty cool um i wonder how long it's going to take for that kind of shit to 
manifest in real life like i wonder how long it's going to take for us to be able to do that like with crispr how they can edit genomes and stuff like that of unborn babies or embryos to create you know like super fucking people with all the genes they want them to have i wonder if we're going to be able to like engineer super soldiers soon real real life captain americas but not all of them are good that's a problem um <laughs> what that oh, that's bird of thought in me so i'm part way through listening to um rogan's podcast with the you know the guy who did the social dilemma tristan harris and some other dude and they've been speaking about this oh, it's a program right sorry i'm gonna take a drink all right it's a program and so they're firstly an amazing fact 19 out of the top 20 um christian facebook groups in america the top top 20 19 out of the top 20 are run by troll farms i think russian troll farms to be specific which is like a, a troll farm is a place where they have like hundreds of thousands of facebook accounts running and they you know run them all to put out propaganda and certain shit to try and create angst amongst people so 19 of the top uh, christian facebook groups are run by russian troll farms 15 of the top 15 are run by the troll farms which is fucking wild anyway they were saying that there's this group um not this group there's this program that is you know slowly getting better and better that you can actually type in something so you can say make me a a game where i control you know i control my character my, my stick figure character with the arrow keys and it'll build you this game it'll program this game for you where you can control your character with the arrow keys but that's not all, all it does it actually can create like you can say write a post about this so write something and say write a post about hats for anthony di paolo and it what it'll do is it'll go through and like read all the shit you've done and then write a post about hats from your in your words and that's you know that's like a, a, a basic example of it but what it could do is go and write say write an article about this and that so say write an article that vaccines are bad um from the perspective of this person and it will go write a full article citing you know actual documents and actual things saying that vaccines are bad it from the perspective of this certain person all just by you saying by you asking it which is fucking wild the technology has got to that point like that's insane imagine the fucking detrimental potential that that has like you could just imagine if we just set it to start doing shit like that the trouble that it would cause and like the division between people that it would cause is fucking wild um that just blew my mind so like i would recommend giving it a listen if i were you it's taken me like i've listened to part of it and then i've gone off and listened to another podcast and then come back to it because it's like pretty dense so you got to try and take time you got to take your time taking it in otherwise it um you know can overwhelm you a bit so i've gone back to it a couple of times i think i've got 40 minutes left so i might just knock that out tonight um but yeah wild 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 stuff and now it brings me to another quote which is from me um and it leads into the questioning for today so um i'm just gonna screenshot that sweet people are neither good or bad they just choose to make good or bad decisions now this this is the kind of the topic that i've written questions of today um so first question is everyone a good person now or is everyone born a good person i think this is complicated but i think yes i think everyone is born a good person because you're born as a blank slate you're born with nothing you're it's like you can teach you can, you can teach a puppy anything because it's born with a blank slate you have no interpretation of anything that's why babies can learn languages that they're brought up in because they don't have a pre-existing language they speak they have nothing so you can teach them whatever they're exposed to that's why you know i grew up speaking english but someone born in 
India grows up speaking in that language. It's just the way it is. Um, so I don't think anyone's, I don't think you're born a bad person. I think it's just you're influenced by the people around you and then you make those decisions based on that influence and then those decisions can lead to you becoming good or bad. Um, I just think it depends on the influences that you have around you and obviously they encourage your decisions. So I, I don't think, I think everyone is born a good person. Everyone's born good to begin with and then from there that can change obviously um am i a good person so that was a big question i probably should have left that till last hey um so am i a good person i don't think i'm purely a good person but i think i'm more good than bad like i feel like there's a um like i feel like i've during my life i've you know, towed the line as with respect of being a bad person. Like I feel like I've gone through stages where I'm balancing on the fucking edge. Um, and I've always made the right decisions to pull myself back. Say, nah, you would regret that. You know, that's not the right choice. That's, you know, you, you don't want to go down that path. And I think I'm lucky in that fact, because I could see like looking back, I can see that there are certain situations in my life that I could have taken a turn and I could have gone down a completely different path. Like there's been a few things that happened, like namely when my mum got diagnosed with cancer when I was like in year eight. I remember that's when I kind of started to get the, hit the gym more and, you know, do that kind of stuff more instead of going down the other path, which could have been drugs and alcohol and I could have ended up in the fucking shit. Um, I could have, you know, I don't know where I would be, but I chose exercise and it's been a coping me- mechanism for me ever since, which is, you know, it's not a... It's still a coping mechanism, but it's not as bad as, you know, um, fucking drugs and alcohol and ending up dead in a ditch somewhere, getting buttfucked like a homeless person, by a homeless person, as um, they say in Hangover. I think Stu says it. Yeah, dogs dead in a ditch somewhere getting buttfucked by a homeless person. Anyway, not the point. The point is, I think I am a good person, a good person at heart, and... I think that's what has saved me from a lot of situations where I could have gone bad. I could have gone down the dark path. Um, I actually asked Caitlin the other day, I asked her, I was like, do you think I'm, you know, do you think I'm capable of being a supervillain? Because we're watching something. What were we watching? I can't remember what it was, but I was like, do you think I'm capable of being a supervillain? And she was like, I'm a bit worried that someday that that might happen because of all the shit you've gone through. And I was like, (laughs) fuck, what if it does? What if I did become a supervillain? And this right now is the, the turning point. Like, what if this footage comes out, you know, people are sending clips, sending this clip around in 10 years time. It's like, he fucking did. He turned into a supervillain. I don't think it would happen because... I feel like I'm better than that, but I'd rather be a superhero than a supervillain. But what if? Imagine that. Fucking hell, how times change quick. Um, I'm not going to become a supervillain, but like, do you think you have the potential? Because I think I did have the potential and I have had the potential in the past to go down that dark path, but I've made decisions based on what I was taught to steer away from that. Um, And I think that's the, you know... The bulk of the story, the bottom, the bottom of the story, the bulk of the story, the moral of the story is I could have become a supervillain. I could have been a bad person, but, you know, based on what I was taught, I steered away from that and I'm not going to become a supervillain because of that, because deep down in my core, I'm a good person. Um, okay. What has happened to me that could have changed my path? Well, a prime example, like I said before, was when my mum got sick. Um, that could have sent me down a dark path didn't I chose to choose the right path um then there's been bouts of other things you know like addiction in my family alcoholism stuff like that that I've had to deal with over the past and recently that could have spurred me to go down a dark path but I keep coming back to the the same point it's like I'm not a bad person I'm a good person I at my core I'm a good person so it's you know, it's hard for me. I just don't think I could go down that path. I don't think I could go down the dark path because I would know deep in my mind, I'd be like, this is not right. This is not right for me. I can't do this. Um, So like given there's, I don't, don't, I'm not going to go into depth with all the things that have happened that could have changed my path. But like 
you know, it's, it's, I was very close. I was very close. Like I felt it. I was like, I could become, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like very angry, very upset, but I've always managed to pull myself back, talk myself down from the ledge. So, um, yeah, I'm not concerned that I would go down that path of becoming a supervillain. Um, where do I think I'd be if I went down that path? Oh, that's a good question. So how old was I? I was in year eight. Let's say I chose to go down that path in year eight. So I started drinking instead of um, gym. So year eight, start drinking. That's pretty early, pretty young. Um, you know, hanging out with the wrong people, get into like probably drugs. Um, start, fuck it, just say I start selling drugs because I'm into the drugs and start selling them. And then, you know, making, making a bit of money, feels pretty lucrative, get caught, um, you know, slap on the wrist, kicked out of school, have to go to a different school. Different school doesn't give a different school doesn't give as much of a fuck about me as my previous school. So then I am more inclined to continue my bad behaviour, um, fall deeper into the trap. A couple of years go past, hanging out with the wrong crowd, end up, you know, getting caught again. This time it's like mm, more serious. Just say so they press charges because I got caught stealing shit. I don't know. End up doing a bit of time. Don't finish school. Get out. Uh, don't really know what to do, don't really see my family anymore because, you know, I'm in the fucking shit, um, then I fucking, I don't know, just get lost in the system, I suppose, fucking in and out, in and out, in and out of prison, I mean, this is probably the worst case scenario, um, and yet my life just gets wasted away, um, either that or, you know, I start selling drugs, become super successful and then have enough money to actually become a real life supervillain and have a, like an evil lair, have a crazy laugh. Um, I buy Batman's car just so I can drive around in Batman's car and pretend I'm the good guy when in fact I'm the evil guy. And then I buy like, yeah, I just go down super crazy supervillain path where I fly around in my fucking little jet and just laugh at people and do evil shit. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think I'm just glad I didn't go down that path, eh? In a parallel universe though, one of me did. I wonder if I could get him on for a chat. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Getting on me from a parallel universe. Um, evil me. Ooh, like like in community when they had like their evil Jeff, evil Troy, evil Arbed. And evil Troy had one of those things that he had to put on his throat because his voice box got burnt because he tried to eat the fire. That would be funny if I could get evil Anthony from another universe. Um, what do you think has prevented you from being bad? Well, I think that, like I said, my morals, what I was taught as a young kid, um, what was ingrained in me as a young kid has prevented me from going down that dark path, like I said, at my core, I'm a good person, I'm not a bad person, so every decision I make will come down to that, like, it will filter through, so if I make the bad decision initially, it's going to filter through everything, it's going to get to that point where I'll be like, you know what, no, that's a wrong choice, um, so yeah, I think just at my core, being good will prevent me from, will prevent me from, um, you know, going down that dark path and prevents me from being a shit gun. What's the next one? What event would throw you down the dark path? Damn, man, who wrote these questions? Fuck me. Very dark. Um, but I guess it's all relevant to is everyone born a good person? So what event would throw me down? Um, hard to say, really. It would probably see someone that I cared about getting treated unfairly like very unfairly and something really bad happening to them that would probably spur enough of a knee-jerk reaction to tip the scale um in the favor of bad because it would it would depend like if it was if it was a significant event but it didn't but i was like able to actually sit on it for a bit and think about it then you know it would be different because I would mull it over and I would pick it apart and then I'd be like, no, nah, you know what, wrong choice. But if it happened quickly and I was forced to make an instant decision when I was still like annoyed or angry or whatever, then I suppose it wouldn't take much. 
and then once I was over the dark side, fuck man, I just kept rolling, hey, I just keep rolling in that shit, keep rolling until until the end. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what it would take. Be something drastic. I, but I've always said though, like, I feel like I wouldn't go down that dark path. I feel like I would go down the superhero path. I think I would just go and you know try and join the army and become like a super soldier or a navy seal because I feel like I'd be good at that, as opposed to you know being evil. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, so like I said before, I feel like I'm very lucky because I don't think it would have taken much to put me down the supervillain path. Even now, I don't think it would take much. Yeah, sorry, I read out what I wrote. So I feel like it, I'm very lucky in the way that I don't think it would have taken much to put me down that path, that dark path. Even now, it wouldn't take much. But at my core, I'm a good person. So regardless of what happens or what gets done or what gets said or you know whatever it's going to come down to who i am at my core and i'm a good person at my core so i'm not going to make those bad choices and i think that's super that's a super that's a super powerful takeaway from this so is everyone born a good person yes everyone is born a good person everyone's born a blank slate so actually no no one's born a good person everyone's born as they are born and it's how they're brought up and the like the morals and the, the the little events that they've grown up with have instilled certain qualities in them and those are the qualities that they make those decisions based on those events those you know things they've seen things they've heard when they've been growing up those are the events that they make their decisions based on and those decisions are either good or bad and you know if you keep making bad decisions you're going to stem further and further down that bad path whereas if you keep making good decisions you're going to go down the good path but i don't think it i think it only takes you know a few bad decisions for you to shift the direction of your flow so if you've you know constantly been flowing in the good direction for your whole life it only takes a few direction uh, a few bad decisions for you know build up that wall and shift the direction of flow down the bad path so crazy i know mind-blowing i love these fucking wild things that you talk about but yeah i don't think everyone's born a person or everyone's born as they're born and it's you know the morals and the characteristics that are instilled in them as they grow up from their experiences whether it's from family friends different events tv whatever that determines who they are when they grow up um, which is common sense, really. Oh, I got a sore throat from talking too much, man. I'd love to know how many words I say during um, these episodes. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna name no. Yeah, I'm just gonna call this one. Is everyone a good person? I was. So I think next week or next episode, I'm gonna talk about. Um, I think I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna revisit my eating disorder. And talk a bit about that because um, oh, I, yeah, I feel like I could do a bit better job. I might write out a few questions um, that I've been asked in since putting that out because it was a while ago. And I feel like I'm better at doing this podcasting thing now. Plus, I would like some clips to put up of me actually saying it on video. Um, oh boy, did you hear that? Excuse me. Jeez. Fucking no bars on this. Woo. Um Yes, I think I want to revisit that one. Um, I'm going to name it some pretty, not not funny, but you know, got to keep it lighthearted, I suppose. Um, speaking of lighthearted, I watched YMH Live with Tom Segura, Christina Pajitsky, and Joe Rogan as a special guest. And I, I think I mentioned, I watched one a while back. It's where they play like fucked up videos and they talk shit like they don't hold back. They say whatever the fuck they want. And it was wild, man. It was pretty, like, it was pretty fucking crazy. The first video they showed of the heavy segment was some dude longboarding down a hill and his leg got wrapped around a street pole and then, like, unwrapped itself and you could just see the fucking bone sticking out of the leg. It was fucked up. Um, And then the last video was this Russian dude performing eye surgery on himself. He had, like, the dirtiest fingers. It was so gross. And he had, like, a needle and he was injecting shit into his eyeball um, to try and like separate some skin from the eye and then he was peeling it off. It was so fucked up. I couldn't believe that someone would actually fucking do that shit in real life, but he was doing it. Um, 
So that was fucking bonkers. Jeez, but there were some so many clips of like, yeah, I'm not going to mention it because you don't want to know. You don't want to know what was going on. Um, oh, fun fact. So if you go to Coles, you know they've got the scoop and way. There are actually a few of those lollies that are vegan, like the Coke bottles are, the strawberries are, and they've now got sour straps or sour strings that are vegan as well. So I smashed some of them the other day after my run. They were yummy, very yummy, yummy. Um, I'm just scrolling through my, my camera to see if there was anything that I wanted to talk about. I put this finally put some stickers on my car, which was very nice, except it's not nice because it's tinted. Um, so I put them on the side windows and, and stuff and annoyingly the stickers are like black. So you can't really see them, which is annoying. You can see them from the inside because you're looking out to the light, but you can't see them looking in because it's dark inside. So I don't know. I put them on. I'm happy about it, but you know, they could look better, but that's, you know, (sighs) can't win them all. Um, I gave myself another trim with the hair. You'll be able to see this if you're on, um, you're watching the youtube no one really watches youtube but i'm still putting it out there because i'm committed um yeah cut my own hair again it was good i think i'm gonna do this for a while it's like it looks like i should either be in jail or the army not just a normal person but it's funny that it looks like that because that was the topic of conversation today wasn't it you either get a jail or you you know bad or good is the army really good though like I touched on when I was talking about the wolves, where, you know, sent over there, you sent over there to kill each other and fight for people that are sitting back at home um, in their offices getting paid fucking heaps of money to just say a bunch of shit. It's a pretty weird concept um, when you think of it, the concept of war, because no one really wants to be there. Like, I'm sure if you stopped, I think there was a story about this. I don't know where I'm hearing this, but it was like two people met on a bomb, like a battlefield, and they were in the same bunker, and they kind of just looked at each other, and they were like, do you want to just take a break? And they both just kind of sat there, and then I think they let each other go in the end. Either they let each other go, or one guy stabbed the other guy in the back, literally and um, metaphorically. But yeah, it's pretty fucked up, because you don't really want to be there, but you are. You're in it. You don't have a choice. So, and you, you know, it's either kill or be killed, which is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy thing to do. Um, What else? I watched Adam Sandler's Netflix special, which is a, like, I was watching it and it just blew me away. He's such a performer. He's such a creative man. Like, you underestimate him. You see his movies and you think, yeah, they're pretty funny. But I watched his Netflix special and I was like, holy shit, this guy sings like plays guitar fucking does a whole lot sings jokes so he sings funny songs and they're pretty catchy and it's just this giant performance so like if you're into that kind of shit i would suggest giving it a watch it's worth it It goes for about an hour Uh, it's not as you would expect a stand-up special to be it's not one show he's done it over like i think five or six different shows that he did on different nights in different places and he's just kind of clipped it all together to be a bit of a performance it's pretty cool um yeah fucking nice what else oh caitlin and i watched a really good movie last week i'll see if i can find it i think it was on netflix we're trying to we watched red notice which was very funny i liked that with reynolds um gal gadot and rock rock johnson Dwayne. he's my boy the hunt it was called i think it's on netflix and it was it was a pretty fucking good movie i would recommend um yeah it kind of just doesn't really go as you would expect it to go it's like it starts off and you're kind of like what the fuck it's like a satirical horror movie so it's like funny but it's weird at the same time it's just i don't know it was a good movie so i'm glad glad we watched that I'm surprised my GoPro hasn't fucking glitched out yet. It's still recording. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, happy days. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. Don't have anything else to talk about. I'm keen for the week coming up in terms of training. Uh, what do I have? Yeah, I've got my trainer set. Ride tomorrow. Then the weekend I'm looking forward to. Two and a half hours on... Two and a half hour ride on Saturday. 
14k run done, then 23k run on Sunday. Happy days. I really hope I don't have to do the same trainer sets next week, but we'll wait and see. Um, feeling better in the pool, which is nice. So, you know, positive things to come. Can't wait to get out there and fucking rip Geelong a new one and then reassess what I'm going to do with myself. But till then, um, happy days. If you have any topics you want me to talk about too, send them through. I, you know, I like writing myself questions. It's cool. But if you have a topic that you would like me to write questions about, then send it in. Next week, we'll be, I will be revisiting my eating disorder. I've made that decision and I just got to decide what I'm going to do the week after. But happy days. I've got a bit of a sore throat from talking too much. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, I'll speak to you guys next week. Peace out, homies. Enjoy the outro music. It's uh, pretty rad. Yeah.